This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. Now today we are continuing on our subject, Live on the Bright Side of Life. Amen. You know, that we need to live on the bright side of life. You know, that we, there is the dark side of life and there is also a bright side of life. And that we should take a decision that I will live on the bright side of life. Hallelujah. Now, last week we saw in Acts chapter 16 you know, that Paul and Silas chose to live their lives on the bright side of life. Now, when I talk about the bright side of life, uh, what I'm referring to is that there is, uh, you know, there are, at times things uh, can turn out, uh, you know, bad things, or should I say challenges can come to you at times, you know, and uh, it's so easy to concentrate on that. And then also, there are good things that uh, happens to you, you know, all the time. Now, Rick Warren says that is the, um, uh, how does he put it, is the two tracks of the same rail, something like that. You know, that in life, there is good, there is bad. Yeah, and so it all depends on you. Where are you focusing your life on? You know, what are you focusing your life on? I remember, you know, when we, uh, we would maybe go and uh, meet with Pastor uh, Theo, and then he will, he will say to, to us, you know, maybe just to find out how are things uh, happening, and he'll say, you know, what is the praise testimony that you would like to give us? Yeah. So he's forcing you to focus on what is God doing, you know, because it's so easy to focus on what the devil, how the devil has been attacking you. Yeah. And so uh, that, is, that is what we need to be looking at in our lives, you know. Look at what God is doing instead of what the devil is doing. You know, focus on what God is doing in our lives. And so... Always there is that opportunity. You know, we can come to church and then we focus on, oh, you know, things are not working fine. You know, the internet is not there, you know, and uh, the sound is not good. And, and we focus on all of this and, and the whole service, the mood will just go down. You know, because you're focusing on uh, many bad things, many challenges that are happening. Yeah, and then the more you focus on that is the more they grow. You know, and it's the, it's the more you don't see a breakthrough. Uh, but in any situation, look at the good side of life. You know, be excited. Wow, uh, we have reached our capacity. You know, wow, people have come to church. It's good. It's a bright side of life. Amen. You know, and then you focus, oh, wow. Look at the new team is handling uh, things well. It's a bright side of life. Amen. You know, so, and, and, and that will help our lives, will help us 
to always progress in life because you're always looking at the bright side of life. And so, in life, it should be like that. You know, we look at the bright side of life. Siskolovetso posted a clip of uh, Sudore. You know, was it you who posted? We, we, we shot a, a clip. And then I was watching there. Uh, I mean, there were no chairs uh, on that clip. I don't know. Today, I'm, I'm coming to Sudore today. Today, I am coming to Sudore. I want to see. I want to see what, what has been happening. Yeah. Now, uh, there were those parliaments uh, people were sitting on. Eh? Yeah. You know. You know what I'm talking about. I knew that. Pallets. Yeah. <laughs> what are parliaments? Oh, on the curtains. Hey. <laughs> they all start with P. Yeah. <laughs> Pallets. Yeah, that the people were sitting on. And, uh, you know, and so you could be focusing on that. Or you could be focusing on how exciting, how excited people were. You know, how, how they were enjoying God. And how they were uh, just excited just to come to church. Yeah, and, 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 and that is what blessed my heart. Yeah, and, and, uh, you know, I, I shared that post and, and, you know, I saw one pastor, you know, uh, commented on that. It's, he was just so excited to see that. Yeah, and that is concentrating on the bright side of life. You know, that even when there are uh, challenges, even when, you know, but there are people that are eager for the gospel and that the gospel is continued. That is great. Amen? You know, I was speaking to one pastor. You know, he's a friend of mine. He says, uh, Pastor, so I said, oh, you haven't opened churches? So he said, no, we haven't. You know, and, and I said uh, to him, no, it should be uh, open. So he, he said with me, you know, uh, this, this, you know, we need to. Because, uh, I mean, last Sunday he had gone to church to uh, you know, to do some, uh, uh, some things. Say some people came, came to church. It was not a church service, but on Sunday, last Sunday, hey, they came. They say, Morudi, you know, please open the church. Even if we don't, we can't go inside. Let us just be in the yard and at least have something. We are yearning for the gospel. And he says he was touched by that. So I told him, I said, Pastor, please open the church. Yeah, and uh, yesterday, while I was buy, buying some of the, you know, uh, cables for, you know, for here, for the live stream and so forth, I went to a shop, and I know this lady, uh, I, I'd gone there before, and so she told me, oh, I know you, you know, your pastor, you know, I'm a Christian and so forth. So every time I go there, you know, I, I still recall her. Now I have a, a, a mask on, so... She does not recognize me, you know, so I have to remove the mask as, how are you? I said, oh, pastor. <laughs> so then she asked me, she said, have you, have you opened the church? I said, yeah, the first Sunday we, we, we were open. She said, really? Yes. I said, yes. Say, so say, pastor, uh, Rona, we haven't opened. So I said, why? 
And I said, no, our pastor says, Melao A is too difficult. Yeah, it's too difficult. What do you mean? He says, that's what the pastor says. So now, I was, I was inside the, the, the shop, yeah, and then there were all these markings. So I said to her, I said, to put this down here, is it difficult? A marking here and a marking there, is it difficult? To have that scanner that you scan me when I, is it difficult? Yeah, and I said, Pastor, please, you know. <laughs> and, and she said something that really touched, she said, I am even considering to change a church. That's how hungry people are for the word. You know, look here. There is no sickness that can uh, succeed to stop the word of God. Let me tell you, the word of God is a spiritual force. Amen. You know, and people are hungry for the word of God. I mean, look at this. That when we were having a hard and the churches were not allowed. Pastors were never essential, uh, you know, service providers that uh, abuse skyrocketed. Yeah. How many people? I mean, because you can't, you can't lock away God and expect things to be going right. We need God. As much as... There is this, the only thing that will destroy this pandemic is the power of God. Amen. Yeah, because people are having all the masks on, are having all social distances, you know, but it's not, it's not what? You know, yeah, it's not as effective as they I like you. It's not as effective as... <laughs> as they would want it to be effective. Yeah. But you know what? This is the time when we are, we are to be trusting in God. Really. Our only hope is God. Our only hope is God. Trust God. You know, believe in the power of God. Amen? You know, and so, uh, church is essential. Church is important. We need to be coming to church. Uh, on Friday, I was uh, congratulating brethren, uh, some, some of the brethren that have come, you know, have started coming to church in uh, Bila Bila. So I, I, I see brother so and say, you're welcome, thank you. You know, and I was just appreciating that you know, they see that, you know what, we can't, we can't uh, stay away from church. Yeah, I'm telling you, these are people who are blooming, what you calling when we got them saved. These are the guys, you know, without hope, without future. You know, uh, you know some of them probably on drugs and so forth, that we want them to the Lord, that we've been, you know, helping them. And to see them coming to church, coming to the prayer, you know, meeting on Friday, I was so excited, you know. And then, so I was getting a testimony that, no, pastor on Sunday, you know, they are in the media, on the sound there, they are working, you know, and then even when we are uh, putting up the lyrics, you know, they are not just changing the words, they are lifting up their heads. During, I said, is that, they say, yes, pastor. And then even as they are there, maybe a preacher is preaching, 
they will say, that's a good point. So they are not just changing there. They are listening. I said, are you telling me that? I said, yes, pastor. So I said, that's amazing. That's the power of God. Amen? And that's what it's needed. So we need to live. And, I, you know, I listen to these testimonies. I feel like, hey, it's worth it to go to Bila Bila, you know, to drive those kilometers. It's worth it. Just even to hear one testimony of how God is changing a life of a person, I say it's worth it. That's living on the bright side of life. Amen? And so last week we looked at Acts chapter 16, you know that Paul and Silas chose to live their lives on the bright side of life. Now, they were, uh, uh, let's recap, they were beaten, they were wrongfully arrested, they were jailed, uh, with criminals, and they were put in maximum prison. Yeah. Now, that was the dark side of their life at that moment. Yeah. But they chose to pray and to praise God. Yeah. They focused on the bright side of life. <clears throat> they had an opportunity to complain and worry about the unfortunate situation they found themselves in. Their bright side of life ultimately overcame their dark side of life. Their shackles, now look at what happened. Their shackles were broken. Their wounds were washed. They were released from prison. You know, and above all, the jailer's family got saved and got baptized. Yeah. So light overcame darkness. Yeah, and light will always overcome darkness. Yeah. When light comes, darkness disappears. You know, would, now, would they concentrate on the dark side of life? Light would not have come. God would not have moved. They would not have, deli- they have not been uh, delivered. Now, whatever, whatever side you concentrate on, it cancels the opposite side. Do you understand that? Whatever side you concentrate on, that side that you concentrate on cancels and diminishes the other side. And so, if you concentrate on the dark side of life, the bright side of your life will diminish. It will disappear. If you concentrate on the bright side of life, the dark side of life will diminish. So we should choose to focus on the bright side of life. Say this, I choose to focus on the bright side of life. Now let's turn our Bibles to Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Hallelujah. We're living in the exciting times eh? where God has to manifest his power and his grace. Amen. Now, the Bible says here in Philippians 4 verse 6, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, 
let your request be made known to God. Yeah. So what is God saying? Do not be anxious about how many things? You know, anything. Yeah, anything, let it not worry you. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So being anxious is worrying about what could go wrong. Have you seen that advert? What could go wrong? Have you seen it? What could go wrong? Yeah. So some people wake up and are thinking, today, what could go wrong? You know, as I drive, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? You know, when they enter uh, uh, that shop, they don't touch anything. Because what if somebody who last touched that, uh, you know, had, has coronavirus? What could go wrong? You know, uh, what if, if I buy, when they say, how much is this thing? This is 24 and 65 cents. You know, they make sure that they give 24 and 65 cents because they don't want change. Because if they give me change, what could go wrong? You know? <laughs> or if they give 25 rand, they say, keep the change. You know? <laughs> what could go wrong? You know, just thinking about so many things, what could go wrong? Yeah, now, that is worrying. And that is what is hindering the power of God. As children of God, we should not bother about what could go wrong. And so when the Bible says, do not be anxious, he's saying that don't worry about what could go wrong. You see, when we meditate on what could go wrong, something will go wrong. And this is the dark side of life. You know, something will go wrong. But when we pray and we praise the Lord, we are concentrating on the bright side of life. Yeah. Uh, when we praise and we pray unto God, then we are concentrating on the bright side of life. Yeah. And we are meditating on what could go right. Yeah. And God who does things right... God who corrects the wrongs will rectify evils and wrongs that the devil has caused. When we pray and we praise, we are concentrating on God who is supreme and has ability to change any situation. When we concentrate on the bright side of life, then verse 7 will happen. You know, and what does verse 7 say? Look at, uh, look at it here. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will do what? Will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So when you stop worrying about what could go wrong, but you are praising God in the midst of the storm, you are praising God in the midst of challenges, then verse 7 comes into play. The peace of God. It is the peace of God that will sustain you. Amen. Amen. You know, you go out there and then you say, the peace of God will sustain me. 
You know, the peace of God will keep me. The peace of God will be there for me. I stop worrying about what could go wrong because God is sustaining me. Hallelujah. And so that's what we see in the word of God. And, 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 and so, you know, the, the challenges are there. Every day when you wake up, the devil will whisper, you know, that, oh, uh, you know, why is your eye not opening uh, wide? You know, that might be a sign. A sign of what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why this? Why that? Yeah. And so you stand up, you have to be praising God and say, God, I thank you that I am the healed of the Lord. God, I thank you that by the stripes of Jesus, thank you that every virus that touches my body dies in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you that by the power of the Lord, I am an overcomer. You know, that God, you're providing all my needs. You're taking care of me. I will never go to bed on an empty stomach because God, you are my provider. You are my supplier. You're taking care of me. Amen? Yeah. Now, that is concentrating on the bright side of life. You know, that God is there for you. And the peace of God will keep you. Yeah. You see, the world around is full of anxiety, nervousness, restlessness, fear, worry, and tension. Yeah. I mean, when you, uh, you just watch the news, that's all that you're getting. Yeah. Somebody said that uh, if, you read a news, if you don't read newspaper, you will be uninformed. And when you read a newspaper, you might be misinformed. You know, and then I add up and say, if you read the Bible, you become well informed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, all that is there can, you know, can lead to, to fear, anxiety, restlessness. Yeah. But when you are stuck on the word of God, you listen to the word of God. You know, that is why we are broadcasting every evening. So that every evening you should have a dose of the word of God. Amen. You know, you should have a dose of what God is saying. You know, and, and, and that will build your life up. Yeah. Now, the South African Minister of Health, uh, Mr. Dr. Zuelim Kize, said this. You know, uh, he said, COVID-19 is going to be with us for the rest of this year. And next year, he was being interviewed. And he said this, we need to learn to live with it. Right? So according to him, things must go back. He was talking about things must go back to normality. You know, even if it's a new normal. The restrictions must continue to be eased. We need to learn to manage the presence of COVID-19. That's what he was saying. Yeah. And then you know there's a lot of wisdom in that. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 and I like it. Yeah, because we can't all be locked down 
and, and say, you know, don't go to church, don't go to school, don't go everywhere. Uh, I mean, it won't work, right? Yeah. But the issue is, you know, and, and they're saying that we need to learn to live with it. Yeah, that's the reality. Yeah. Now, people in the health system are advising according to the limited knowledge they have. They are doing all that they can with the knowledge they have. Now, God, with the unlimited knowledge, you know, has also advised Christians thousands of years ago in his ways. He advised that we should settle down, we should be at peace, we should refuse to worry. That's the advice that he has advised us on. You know, he said that in the world there will be trouble. Jesus said it. You know, just like today they say COVID-19 is going to be with us for the rest of our lives. Jesus said that in the world there will be troubles. But fear not, I have overcome the world. We don't deny that it's, the, uh, it's there. We don't deny that. But what we're saying, we have the greater one that is in us than the one that is in the world. That the power of God that is in our lives is greater than any challenge that is out there. That is what the word of God says. And that is what we need to live by as Christians. You know, that we live by the word of God. Amen. And so, uh, that's what God has said. So, people who do not have peace in the midst of the storm will probably reach the dead end. You know, end of the road. Now, let me give you some examples of some articles that I read on the newspapers. You know, about how people were affected by COVID-19. A disease. <clears throat> a German minister of finance, Thomas Schaeffer, committed suicide because of worrying about COVID-19 and the financial havoc is going to have on the economy of Germany. A Hindu priest in India, Krishna Bujari, committed suicide after hearing the extension of lockdown. Pastor Hank Kalitz of Reformed Church in Caltonville in South Africa committed suicide because he was stressed by COVID-19 in his community. A Congolese national, Calvin Kevin Ilungu, hanged himself outside the home of Reverend Natalie Angela Bennett from St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church in Cape Town on June 4 because of COVID-19 pandemic. Now, all these cases are of people who have reached a dead end. They meditated on the dark side of life. They were killed by anxiety. They were killed by fear. They were killed by stress before coronavirus could kill them. Eh? Yeah. God has given us a solution. And that solution 
is peace that surpasses all understanding. The peace of God is able to guard our hearts. That peace is able to guard our minds. May our hearts and minds be quarantined in the peace of God. This is living in the bright side of life. Do not allow anything to steal that peace. Guard that peace as much as you can. Avoid people that would want to instill fear in your, in your heart. You know, it does not matter whether those people are your schoolmates or your classmates or your fellow church members or co-workers or neighbors. Guard your heart. Make sure that you're always in faith. Avoid any social media platform that would in inject fear in your heart. That would want to inject fear, doubt, and unbelief you know, in your heart. Do not read those posts. Guard your heart. Let your heart be a heart of, uh, full of faith. Do not read posts that would cause offense to you. Because if the devil can put fear, he will now try his second uh, alternative, which is offense. Get you to be offended. Did you hear what the pastor said? I am offended. You know. Oh, so and so I came to church, he didn't greet me. I am offended. That's the second ammunition of the devil. Avoid that. <clears throat> Do not allow them to steal your peace. Guard the peace of God in your heart. Now, should peace live, you become vulnerable to Satan. You know, when peace live, you become vulnerable to Satan. The dark side of life will steal peace from your heart. Stay on the bright side of life. Stay in love. Stay in forgiveness. Stay in peace. Say this, I will stay in love. I will stay in forgiveness. And I will stay in peace. Now, verse 8 shows us how to stay on the bright side of life. Look at verse 8. Yeah. It says, finally, brothers, whatever is what? True. Whatever is what? Honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anywhere where you should excel, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Amen? You know. So think about these things. When the Bible says think about these things, it's not a suggestion, but it is an instruction. That you as a child of God, think about these things. We have to force ourselves to think on what is true, what is honorable, what is just, what is pure, what is lovely, and what is commendable. When the devil tempts us to worry and complain and fear, we should choose and force ourselves to think on what the word of God says. The best way to do this 
is to loudly confess the word and to praise the Lord. This is the secret that Paul and Silas used when they were in prison. They prayed and praised the Lord. God advised Joshua on this secret. The very same secret in Joshua 1 verse 8. He advised him and this is what God says to Joshua. Remember, Joshua was about to get into the promised land to lead uh, all his uh, uh, children of Israel into the promised land. There were giants in the land. And there were obstacles. They were to wage war on difficult cities, against difficult cities, and so forth. You know, and God told him, and he said, This book of the law shall not from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Do you want to be prosperous? I'm asking, do you want to be prosperous? Do you want to have a good success? Do you want to stay free from coronavirus? Then do what the Bible tells us. The word should not depart from your mouth. The word was not to depart from Joshua's mouth. He he had to speak the word of God always. The word that works is the word in our mouths. Say this with me. The word that works is the word that is in my mouth. See, that's the only way that works. Now, if I take the Bible and then I put it under my pillow, uh, I sleep, you know, thinking that the weight under my pillow will work, it will never work. Yeah, I know, before we were born again, you know, we were told that, you know, uh, uh, when you are having bad dreams or when things, what tokoloshi, uh, you know, is coming, take the Bible, put it under your pillow and sleep. And guess what? Tokoloshi would come even with the Bible under the pillar. It never worked. Yeah. So it's not the Bible out there that, oh, my house has a Bible, it will work. It's the Bible that is in your mouth, that is coming from your heart, that will work. Yeah. So the way that works is the way that you speak. Yeah. When the devil attacks you with anything, speak the word of God. Declare the word of God. It is written. That is how Jesus overcame. He spoke the word of God. It is written. So even today, we can speak the word of God. That no evil shall befall me. No coronavirus shall touch my body. Every evil, every virus that touches this body dies instantly. In the name of Jesus. Declare it with your mouth. Yeah, say it. Amen? Yeah. So the word that works is the word that is in your mouth. So keep speaking the word of God. We defeat our negative thoughts by speaking aloud the word of God. When Satan bombards you with negative thoughts, declare and speak the word of God. 
We need to declare God's promises in the midst of challenges. Psalm 35, verse 27 and 28, this is what it says. Let those who delight in my righteousness, you know, Psalm 35, verse 27 and 28. Let those who delight in my righteousness shout for joy. Yeah, they should shout yeah, for joy. Verse 27. Two verses down. Yeah. Let those who delight in my righteousness shout. They should do what? Shout. Shout for joy and be glad. And what else should they do? Say evermore. They should say it. They should declare it. You know, don't be scared of saying it. Amen. You need to declare it. They should say evermore. And what is it that they should say? Great is the Lord who delights in the welfare of his servant. You know, when you wake up in the morning, uh, you need to rise up. As your feet touches the ground, you need to declare, Great is the Lord who delights in the welfare, in the well-being, in the healing, in the health, in the provision, in the wisdom, in the success of his child. And you call out your name and say, God, great is the Lord who delights in the welfare of David Muluzi. You call out your name. Amen. You shout it aloud. And look at the following verse. Yeah. It says, Then my tongue shall do what? Shall tell of your righteousness and of your praise all day long. So it's a continuum with negative thoughts. You know, so all day long, declare the word of God that it is well with me, that I am the healer of the Lord, that by the strength of God, I am an overcomer. I overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony, that greater is he that is in me than the one that is in the world, that I am more than a conqueror through Christ all day long. It's a continuous thing. Say it to yourself. Amen? Yeah. And so, the spoken word is the sword of the spirit. We apply the sword only when we speak the word. We meditate on the word so that we can speak it. The word works when it's spoken. Let us not stop speaking the word of God. Let us not stop praising the Lord. Hallelujah. Did you receive something from the Lord this day? Amen. Praise God. Say this with me. I confess I will keep speaking the way. I'll keep declaring the word of God. The word of God in my mouth will give me victory, success, breakthrough all the time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I pray for people who might be watching this program and maybe they are not born again. They are not saved. Lord, we want to pray for them right now, wherever they are watching.
we want to pray that God they would connect with you in Jesus name wherever you're watching from maybe you say pastor I'm not born again I'm not a child of God I have not given my life to Jesus well this is an opportunity that you can give your life to Jesus if that is you you say pastor can you please pray for me I want to pray for you wherever you're watching from in the comfort of your home or in your office wherever you are you can say this prayer and connect with Jesus I want you to follow me in this prayer right now say father god today i realize that i need you in my life to be my lord and savior i ask you god that you wash away every sin in my life make me your child in jesus name i surrender my life to you And I make a commitment that as from today I will live for you. I will serve you because I love you. Thank you Jesus for saving me today. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Mulutsi. Also Visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.